In this episode, a group of Cadillac owners talk about their CTSV track cars. This is the Midlife Motorheads Podcast. So climb on in, tighten those belts, and let's go for a ride. And now, broadcasting from Motorhead Central, somewhere in the Carolinas, is the hosts of the show, Gene and Trotty. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 23 of the Midlife Motorhead Podcast. This I'm a little bit different this time. We actually did a track side chat at a recent event that we went to. Um, it was pretty cool. Had a group of guys, all CTSV guys. Uh, we, we just talked right there in the pits. It was really interesting. Yeah, try to, very different from what we normally do. Normally, we try to find that one person who would have an interesting conversation. But this uh, instance, you had the ability to sit down and, and talk to a bunch of guys kind of fresh off the track, right? So it's Sunday oh, yeah. afternoon. Uh, a lot of us got there Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Uh, we were in the cars most of Saturday, most of Sunday. And then you had the ability to sit down and, and kind of capture their thoughts and feelings about the weekend there at the end. Different from uh, for us because... This is the first time we worked with Jay Zilla. It is the very first time that we went with them. Great organization from the experience that I had. We'll put this down in the comments. It's jzillatrackdays.com. Uh, they run a variety of tracks. They're Atlanta Motor, Motorsports Park, Barber Motorsports Park, Road Atlanta, where we were, Charlotte Motor Speedways. They go all the way to Sebring, which I think would be kind of neat to go down there. Yep. Daytona yep. International, VIR. And Nürburgring. I don't know if we could tow all the way to Nürburgring. I don't know. That'd, that'd be a tough one. We got to find out more about how they do that. But James runs a great organization, uh, very reasonably priced. Uh, you get a lot of seat time. Uh, the staff was just second to none. We've been out with a, a few different groups, and, and these guys are, are really cool. Uh, very, very much worth looking into if you're thinking about a track day. Yeah, absolutely. It was top-notch, especially there at Road Atlanta. They actually took it a step further. They rented a suite in the tower. That was really nice that they just invited us up. You know, uh, in between sessions, we can go up there, kind of cool off, um, see the the cars coming down the hill. That was really neat. Well, most of it was neat, Johnny. I don't... (laughs) I didn't have the best Saturday and, and, and I had a very relaxing Sunday and I don't normally uh, think of uh, long-term plans where, Oh, let's, uh, let's plan this trip for three or four months. And then we kind of wind up camping at, at a racetrack and we don't spend any time behind the wheel. And I, I guess maybe that I spent a little time, right? So I did three laps. Yep. I don't know about you, but I did three laps and you know, the, the uh, hour or so track time that we, we uh, had paid for, um, didn't turn out really well for me at all. Lost all my oil pressure on the second lap, third lap. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I kind of coasted into the pits and put the car in the trailer and, and I was done for the weekend. But that happens, right? I mean, oh, it does. Yep. You just well, never know what's going to happen. And uh, I think this is the first time that um, that we got sort of snake bit, both of us, right? Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I actually made the first session. Uh, I remember when you fell out because um, you actually pointed me by, and I went around you. Which and- is unusual, right? That's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> it is unusual. 
not. Anyways, yeah, I went around and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I didn't see you. So I finished a session, came in, and uh, that's when I saw you and we talked about what happened uh, with your oil pressure. We tried to sort it out and we just couldn't get it. I went out for the second session and I think I made two laps and I lost power steering and I knew exactly what happened because I had it happen mm-hmm. in our champ car before we threw a uh, through the serpentine belt, lost power steering, car overheated, and I limped it back in and I lost a harmonic balancer, came apart. Oh me. So that ain't into my I'd, weekend. I'd heard of that happening, but but never actually saw it myself. Yep. So um I guess the highlight of the weekend really for me was we, we got to meet the man, right? We uh, did. And, and for those of you who've been listening closely to our podcast, if you go back into the archives, um we've been inviting Mr. Randy Probst to come drive with us for a while and He's never really uh, responded to us because he probably didn't know we, we existed until Saturday night. But uh, we had uh, the very uh, great fortune of uh, stumbling upon him in a restaurant, had a nice chat. What a great guy. Um, his uh, his partner for dinner there, uh, she seemed to be very nice herself. And uh, yep. they didn't mind us kind of gushing over them and having a little conversation. Yep. But uh, we got to meet the man. So that was kind of the highlight of my weekend. Yeah, that was very cool. He was very receptive. And, you know, somebody that's, I mean, he's a celebrity, right? Might as yes. well say. And, you know, people like that, a lot of times they don't want to deal with the public. They don't want to talk to nobody. They, they try to, you know, do their own thing. But he was very receptive to us. It was kind of cool because we gave him a, uh, a midlife motorheads decal. And the man thought that he wanted... Uh, he wanted us to get it, an autograph on that decal and hand it back to him. And I'm like, no, man, here, let me autograph it for you. And he, <laughs> yeah. he chuckled at that. He thought that was funny. Yeah. I've been uh, searching the internet. The uh, midlife motorheads decal did not show up on his car yet. At least yeah. there's no evidence on the internet. I keep checking our, our email um, for a response from him to see if he wants to come race with us in the, uh, the crown Vic one day, but uh, not we're yet. still hopeful. Still yeah, we're, my yeah, we're still home. I think I think he's actually in Pike's Peak right now, but um, but anyway, it was very cool to to see him just at a random restaurant, you know, yep. in Brazelton, Georgia. It was really cool, very cool. So, Charlie, um, I had to leave uh, Sunday morning early yep. and uh, didn't stick around to uh, to have this conversation. Why don't you tell us about who was there and and, and how you got to sit down with them? Sure. Yeah, we were just kind of hanging out. It was quiet time uh, on Sunday afternoon. And, uh, our, our friend Logan Kenseth was, Hey man, you want, why don't we do a podcast? You brought your stuff, didn't you? And I'm like, yeah, I did. So I just gathered up all of my equipment and put it up real quick. And, you know, here we are under a tent, had some fans going on. It was Logan and, uh, Chris drum was there. And, um, and so we just started talking, talking about their cars. And then, uh, one of the other CTSV drivers, uh, uh, Doug, he came by. So we talked about him, uh, and, and his experience, then we also had Travis come by and he chatted a little bit about his experience with the CTSV. So it was a nice little conversation. We mostly talked about the cars and how they came up through the the ranks of, uh, of DEs and, and so forth. So it was pretty good. Good. Let's play it. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode 23 of the Midlife Motorhead podcast. Woo. <laughs> we are recording at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. Um, had a great uh, uh, track event with Jay Zilla. 
pretty cool. Uh, my car broke, but I'm here with all my CTSV buddies. So, trying to fix it. Yeah, it was, it was cool. But uh, So we're here on Sunday afternoon. We're, we got a little break, so we, uh, we thought we'd put this together. I've got uh, Logan and Chris sitting with me right now. So, hey guys, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> First off, I gotta ask, why the CTSV? Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's what I had. <laughs> so I remember, I think I was like 19 years old, and I was in Hickory, and I saw this kid with an American flag and their fist CTSV. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that thing's cool. That thing's probably supercharged. <laughs> Uh, and little did I know is a V1, and no V1s are supercharged. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, I want one of those, and I couldn't afford one. Right. And uh, eventually I got one, and now I think I've had like four V1s, and it's a disease. It is. Yeah, that's very cool. So when my cousin Gene and I, we were looking uh, for something, uh, he brought me into this whole deal with his, he's a big Porsche guy. So he had a 968 dedicated track car. He kept saying, man, come on, let's do track days. And I'm just a country guy. I don't like to go fast. And he kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. I said, all right, I'll go. I'll do it. And um, I got bit. It was cool. And uh, so I'll start. your first day in a V? No, no, this was in his 968 track car. You drove his car. I drove his car. So we we basically shared the car. Um, so we did that for about a year and he's, he got to the point, he's like, man, you're beating on my car too much. Uh, we, we need to do something. So we actually, our, our first look was at, uh, Mini Coopers and we saw a few of them. They were, they were pretty fast. They're kind of cool, small, easy to transport. Uh, was thinking about the, the future, you know, we could put two of them in a trailer, you know, go around bucket list tracks. Uh, when we both retire uh, but just I don't know just something about it I, I like big cars I always have so uh, Corvette was next you know we looked at C5s and I don't know just something about it we didn't want to be in that whole Corvette group there's uh, quite a lot of C5s out there you know you, that's you see 10 of them in every track day right right so we wanted to be just a little bit different and uh, we saw a V1 started researching a little bit it's like man damn that thing is pretty badass it is a corvette it's a crew cab corvette that's how <laughs> that's how gene coins it i was like damn this is pretty cool and what was really cool about it is man you could buy one for ten thousand dollars back in the day at least back in the day yeah when you could get a nice v1 for eight thousand dollars right you get one without an engine for ten thousand dollars now yeah so guys tell me about the journey of of like Logan, you bought this car, and I've watched it evolve over the years. So tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I bought this basically straight out of college. It was just the first car I liked that wasn't my Thunderbird. Right. I had a '88 Turbo Coupe before that. Nice. It was more of a take it to the drag strip, have some fun, drive it home type situation, and uh, I wanted something that was a little bit more reliable, a little bit more fun. And I like going up to the mountains and cruising. Yeah. And Thunderbird was not good at that. Yeah. Um, it slowly progressed into coilovers. Okay, let's go do a track day. Okay, those coilovers suck. Change coilovers. Slowly 
put seats in it, roll bar. Yep. And it's been, how long has it been? Do you remember, what was my first, what was my first track day? Uh, Zilla. Uh, no, that wasn't my no, first it, one. No, it was at SCCA Track Night in America in Charlotte. Yeah. It was my freshman year of college, because I came down from college and went. Uh, it was 2018, like May of 2018, April of 2018. April sounds right, April 2018. And uh, the seats would not hold you in on the banking. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I remember having bruises on my knees from being forced out of the seat. Yeah, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it slowly progressed into this... Track beast. As a streetcar. The pair, the pair, you pair. So <laughs> it has AC. <laughs> it does have AC still. So you guys knew each other before the V's, or he had his V. I didn't have one. Yeah. But but y'all. Well, I had a Ford Ranger when I met Logan. <laughs> yeah. well, were y'all friends before? Is what I'm saying. Before, Did you know each other before the cars even were well, thought he had of? A v, so I, he I, added me on Facebook. Yeah. We he, met in Hickory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because we like back in back in the old days, we would uh like wait. Saturday nights, we'd always meet at the used car store in Hickory. Right. And there, you know, it was just car meeting. You know, some people go out and do things. But, you know, right. it was car meeting. A lot of people come hang out. So that's where I met Logan. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, very, very cool. Very but it's cool. because of the V1. Right. That right. was seven years ago now. Oh, that was a long, uh, long, long time ago. It was before his first Friday. So it was before 2018. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but, yeah. So I went to with him to his first few track days. Remember when we did CMP with NASA? Yep. In 2018 or 19? Can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, and then we did NASA here together. No, so that first was, v. So I bought my first V in November of 2020. It's the Stealth Graves UTSV sitting across from us over here. Right. Oh, yeah. About 100 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I bought that for my buddy Jeremiah, and it conveniently, because I wanted, I had a C5Z06 that I was going to make a track car, and things just didn't work out with that. And so then I was actually going to buy a C6 Grand Sport for one of my buddies, and then uh, there was a situation title, and that deal fell through. And I had already, I was in the mood to buy something. You know how it yeah. goes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so my buddy Jeremiah had this Stealth Gray CTSV with a roll bar and race seats in it. I'm like, that works out. So me and my buddy Donald road trip to Michigan, the first of many road trips to buy cars. Uh, we road trip <laughs> from North Carolina to Michigan and back on a weekend and picked up a CTSV. And so we all got together at my house the next weekend. Logan, uh, Matt came, Matt, Matt Cersei, Matt Witt, Matt Witt, Donald. We all got over there and we got it running because it needed some things. You know, it was, a lot of it, things. It had sat outside for four years. It was it was rough. With the intake off of it. Uh, yeah, which uh, <laughs> evolved into a later story. Uh, had no intake and valve covers on it when I got it, and so uh, got it going. Took it for a test drive. Lost all oil pressure in eleven miles. Uh, like Gene did this weekend. Yep. So it's like, oh, Lord, what have I got myself into? And uh, so my dad and I, that winter, we pulled it, pulled the engine out in my brother's driveway in the dead of winter. I think we pulled the motor in December. It was about yeah. 30 degrees outside. Uh, and turns out that some garbage had gotten into the oil pickup. Yeah. Like it was a paper towel or leaf or something. I can't remember. Right. Uh, and so that's why it didn't have oil pressure. Thankfully, the bearings were, they look brand new in it. So... Put a new oil pickup on it, new oil pump, slide it back together, it's good to go. Nice, nice. And uh, after that, just did some other things. I broke two differentials, being an idiot on the street. Mm-hmm. V1 things. V1 things. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> But then I did my first track day. It was a uh, track night, night in America at Charlotte Motor Speedway, same as Logan. 
uh, in so, June of 21. So you've never done track days before never Cadillac? Done. Yep. Wow. Never How about you, Logan? Any other car? Nope. Wow. Okay. I've driven other cars now, but well, yeah, when but, I started, only Cadillac. Wow. And so okay. I don't recommend cool. anyone doing a track night in America for their first track day. Uh, no. It's not a good format with no instructor Especially or anything. Especially not Charlotte. Especially not at Charlotte Motor Speedway. But it went pretty well. Uh, car didn't break. I think I, I got moved up to the intermediate run group. Like it immediately. Was, immediately. It was good. Like It clicked immediately. And then the next weekend, Logan and I came and did NASA HPDE1 here mm-hmm. in Red Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was two years ago last weekend. Nice. And so that was the great car. Yep. And that's when I went through uh, 10A at 110. And Logan's brakes failed, and he found a gravel trap. Yeah. And that's when awesome. his became a race car slash street car street, with AC. Street wow. Wow. <laughs> Similar incident, but mine was at uh, Carolina Motorsports uh, going into the kink. And just rookie mistake, I'm focused on the bumper in front of me instead of looking ahead. And when he checked up, I lifted right as I was entering the kink at CMP. And I couldn't catch it. It snapped on me, and I went in that that big gravel pit. Uh, rolled both the front and rear tires off the driver's side, uh, off the off the wheels. It, I'm very lucky it didn't dig in and roll. Yeah. And that's when I decided I'm not getting back on the track without having at least a roll bar. Do you know they still show that video in the HPDE2 classroom at CMP? Do they? They <laughs> actually do. Because someone texted me and they're like, "Hey, like when what, well, when did you go off in the kink?" I'm like, "What?" And they showed me the video. I'm like, "Oh." That wasn't me because I went off the. That was my first weekend at CMP. You know, and I went off in the kink like three times just, that's just trying funny. to push it. He, um, I can't remember the instructor that saw the video and he asked me if he could use it in class, but I thought he meant like that class <laughs> that day. I had no idea. Like, nope, that's every class. Yep, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, well, you're, hey, you're providing I, learning opportunities for the generations. You're to come. famous. You didn't even know it. it. Yeah, no doubt. That's pretty cool. But, uh, but anyways. But yeah, it's it, it's a great car. I, I think it's it's massively underrated for a it, track platform. It really is. It has its quirks. It's not a, the best race yeah. car. But I think that's where it really shows. It's yeah. you know once you put it to the ragged edge of competition, like some idiots like me do. Yeah. Uh, it starts to yeah. you find the limits. But I mean, when you're pushing the edge of a platform that no one else has, it's right. part of it. So what do you think? Uh, what do you think the longevity of these cars are going to be? I mean, we're we're pushing twenty years old now. What, what do you mean by longevity? As far like, as uh, like, how long are we gonna be able to run these things? I mean, oh, part. It's like, just keep throwing parts at it. It'll run forever. If we can get parts. That's the issue is getting parts now. Yeah. It's already difficult. But yeah. when there's engine parts well. are plentiful. But uh, yeah, uh, transmission intermediate shafts are unobtainium now. Right. Uh, right. Oil pans can't get now. Yeah. So it's that's the only thing that I'm thinking about in the future. You know, five, ten years down the road, are we still gonna be driving these things? Especially I'll, I'll, I'll with probably the, at least have one. Yeah. I mean, you think about the technology of the, the new cars. If, you know, like the, like I met this guy at CMP. Uh, it was a track night, and he had a, uh, uh, was it a 1LE Camaro, 10-speed, you know, and, I mean, it was like nothing to drive it. you just holding the steering wheel. That's a good thing about a V1. you got to work for it. It's, yeah. You know, it's, That's it's, what I like it's about It's a 2005 it. GM. They're not very. Uh, <laughs> right good in a sense they're good it's it doesn't have the uh witchcraft right the electronic right. witchcraft to help you go fast right hey we got some uh here's some other uh previous v folks oh here we go 
<laughs> so you didn't bring. Well, tell us, tell us uh, who you are, where are you from? Travis Lorenzen. I'm uh, from Melbourne, Florida. About a nine-hour drive getting up here. And pick uh, it up. Just pick that. Oh, mic there up. we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, had CTSVs, a couple of them for. I don't know, seven, eight years. Tell us about your CTSV stress. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about yeah, ours. I had a pair of them. So I had a uh, an 07. What was your first one? How did you, you get into CTSVs? So I had a base Cadillac CTS to start with. Oh, but, dude. Uh, what year? It was a uh, 06. It was my dad's car, and he gave it to me for going to college. And uh, I drove that for a few years, and then I, I wanted to go fast. 36. 36. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Money. Yeah. It was a luxury package. had the wood grain steering wheel on That's it. Cool. Oh, that thing was great. Mike Jones over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I decided I want to be a little faster, and I was broke at the time and bought a wrecked uh, 07 CTSV that was silver, and uh, it went from there. We got that thing for I think like I don't know, had sixty thousand miles on it. Picked it up for I think nine grand at the time. Nice. And uh, came with a spare quarter panel. Put a quarter panel on it. We price dipped it for a few years, and uh, got out of college. Finally started making some money, and then I blew it up. Dropped a lifter and. Sent metal through the motor, so been there. Yeah, did uh, I built LS2 in it, and uh, went to Cadillac Attack a couple years in a row. And the one year I won a Livernois headport job, and I wasn't going to port the stock heads, so I got a uh, set of LSA heads on it. Sent to Livernois, they ported it, and I said, "Well, I got LSA heads, I might as well boost it." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how one thing leads to another. Kept on going. Oh God! Well, boosted it, went eight eight, and. Uh, Shout out to Creative Steel. Yeah, I broke. Yeah, Creative Steel. It was awesome stuff. They Except are. for I broke it the first time I went out. How much are they paying you? And uh, <laughs> I am wearing a shirt right now. That's what I want to. Hey, you did have a. I, I saw a decal on your car, so. Hey, big, big time over here. <laughs> Living large. But yeah, so ran. Uh, I bought the, a supercharger kit from David Muth, actually. It was a uh, Paxson 1500 from uh, was it RMCR, Rocky Mountain. I forget what the whole thing is on it, but uh, it's like one of like two posi yeah. units for like a V1. Yep, and uh, car made I don't know high six hundreds at the tire, give or take. It was a fun car. Um, it was a little bit of work getting it dialed in. Once I finally got it dialed in, the clutch started slipping, and I was like, "Well, I had uh, the track prep 05 CTSV right. as well at How'd the same you time." That? Huh? How'd you acquire that? Uh, I picked that up from Clay Kazier, uh up in North Carolina. Um, it didn't have a motor in it. He'd blown his motor up, pulled the motor, and I think he was just kind of done with racing. He was looking at getting a, a V3, which I think he ended up picking he up like a year. V3. He's got a V3 now. And uh, so we drove up, picked it up from him, found a uh, stock LS6 from Lee C Parts, ordered that, and uh, brought that down, slapped it in, and had headers and a tune on it. And it was full cage, full everything is stripped out. I think we were about just shy of 3,400 pounds without driver in there. All right. And uh, we beat the crap out of that thing for a couple of years, Sebring, Daytona, PBIR. And uh, so I had both of those. And then a buddy of mine had the C6Z06 that was blown up in his garage for three years, and he never got to drive it. Right. And he was moving up north. He's like, man, I, I can't take this with me. You want it? And I was like, well, gave me a good deal on it. And uh, so I built a motor for that. And I was like, I don't need three how many, cars. How, many so. times did the, how much time did the C6Z spend blowing up in your garage? Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we tried to rebuild the original motor. It had two uh, cracked sleeves, and it cracked the block behind it. And oh. COVID times, they were saying, oh, it's going to be at least a year before you can get something right. built. And so we uh, welded it and threw it in there, and the gamble didn't work. 
Dang. Made like six seventy at the tire on the dyno, and then it started drinking coolant. And you'll have that pulled, on the big jobs. Yeah, and that's, pulled it back out. That's right. Tried an RHS block that was used, and that was a, a flop. Uh, got to the machine shop, and it was all warped. So I ended up going with a uh, Mass Motorsports uh, Sleep Five Three. Gotcha. When, so uh, did you track anything else besides the Cadillac and obviously DeVitt this weekend? Yeah, uh, not a lot. I had a buddy's uh, two M40i mm-hmm. that we tracked a little bit alongside with. We would flip back and forth. So for a while we were we were driving both of those, and then he ended up selling that and getting a truck, and so we two drove the Cadillac. Was the, the V1 uh, also the fir- was the V1 the first car you've ever drove on track? Uh yeah yeah oh, well I'd driven the base doing like autocross stuff my base CTS autocross isn't real Does, yeah <laughs> <laughs> touche it doesn't exist <laughs> but yeah so the black uh, track view was the first one that I'd very nice gone on course with yeah, that's so. cool that's cool but well yeah. one thing I've noticed this weekend that I don't have that all you guys have is a great support group so that's pretty cool that you can bring spouses dads. I didn't see any moms, but... <laughs> Today is Father's Day, so shout out to our yeah, dads. That's right. Happy, Happy Father's, Father's Day, Day, Dad. I yeah. haven't said it to you yet. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> He's <Not> sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I had the Passion Princess all weekend. She's a trooper. Yeah. Oh. Rode all weekend. Did get sick once. Yeah. Maybe I'm not fast enough. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, that's that's awesome to have uh, you know some family support. I don't have it. You know, the wife lets me do whatever I want. She don't care, but she is not going with me. <laughs> you do have you do have Gene though everywhere though. Yeah, so Gene. It's always you yeah. and Gene. So that's always the yeah yeah he Gene. Yeah, he, Gene bailed on us. Yeah. yeah yeah he bailed on us. He had to get back. He's he's very frustrated. He got three laps. Man, his journey in this thing. You know when he's running the Porsches, he did pretty well. Uh, when we started doing the Champ Car in the Crown Vic, uh, but before the very first race at VIR, the 24-hour race, he broke his wrist like, you know, a few weeks before. So um, uh, he could drive. Then we went to Daytona. No, I'm sorry. He broke his wrist before Daytona, and he couldn't go there. Um, we went to VIR. He went out one stint, and a guy that was our quote-unquote crew chief called him in too early. So he got like 15 minutes out of the whole 24 hours, though. Um, got in his Cadillacs, and it's always something, and he, he just don't get any track time, so he gets frustrated. I had a, I had a pretty brutal last year with my Silver 83 CTSV. Uh, and I'll tell you what, though, once everything's worked out and it, you have a issue-free weekend, it, it's the best thing in the world. It, it, it is. It makes it feel so much better. It's, yeah, you know, and that, that's our goal, to have an issue-free. And we've, we've been pretty lucky for the most part, but... Um, but yeah, this is cool. It was a great weekend. This is uh, my second time here. Uh, you guys, uh, Logan and Chris, y'all been here quite a few times, right? I think At this Atlanta. is my fourth time here. Okay. Maybe fifth. I'm say I thought it was fifth. It's my third uh, time here. I've stopped since then. Yeah. Travis, how many times? This is my first time here. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, like it was Red awesome. Atlanta. What, what are your thoughts? What's your crazy? <laughs> we're from Florida, so we're, we're used to flat tracks. Every track we got is flat. There's no elevation change. So going over those blind corners are uh, a little intimidating, yeah. especially coming around 17 on the end. I, yeah. I kind of got it a little right by the end of the weekend, but it's... Uh, well, tell me about the bridge right there at the hill. What, what was your first thought 
when you when you went under that bridge. Oh, coming coming underneath that, I was I thought I was gonna go off the end of it going <laughs> to the grass. <laughs> I think I was in I don't know middle of third gear coming off that, and I was like, I'm on the brakes. So like, where am I going? <laughs> I know. Yeah, me too. I'm sawing the wheel back and forth because yeah. I don't know where. Don't and know you come over going. and all you see is grass. You're like, uh oh, I've messed up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's pretty intimidating. Oh, but it was good. Yeah, it was a good first outing for the vet. Oh, yeah. You know, built motor in it only got about a thousand miles on the motor and oh cool it was uh, pretty flawless really had a spark plug that kept falling off so tossed a new one on and we fried no two sensor yesterday so we got right. a no two sensor in there right. and went out and ripped it this morning and yeah got some of the best passes we've had all weekend and minor things good time. No, minor all good in the grand yeah. scheme yeah it, it is. loaded itself on the trailer so it. yep that's yeah all. that's the ultimate if you if you can drive it on the trailer at the end of a track weekend yeah. it was a good weekend so, he actually did. We lined <laughs> we lined it up. We were like ten feet off the ramps, and we lined it up, and he fired it up. Drove. It sounds fine. I don't think there's anything wrong. I didn't even want to get a mechanical gauge and check it. Nah. You you have those sometimes. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. He'll take it to the guy that uh that helps us a lot, uh, Fonzie Alfonso. Uh, cool dude, Cuban guy. Um, do y'all know him in Denver? He's right there in Denver. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, happy days customs. Yep. He's a very, very cool dude. Um, remarkable. He's he's a genius when it comes to building stuff. Um, he's helped me out a lot on, on my car. He does all the work for Gene. But anyways, uh, we had 22 minutes. We got anybody else coming? Nobody wants to Where's join Doug in. We're getting ready to roll out. We've got a nine-hour drive back yeah, to Florida. Yeah, I know you so. do, man. I appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, and, thank you. And talking for a That's few right. minutes. It was good to meet you this good, weekend. Good to meet you as well. I uh, appreciate the, the few of the parts that you uh, that you gave me. Yeah, uh, anytime. Help me clean out my garage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's, it's amazing how much stuff we accumulate. It just piles up. We look at the shelf. It's all full. Man. <laughs> yeah, there is some of this it stuff. does. <laughs> it does. Well, you guys have a, a safe trip. Yeah, thank Florida. you very much. Pleasure. And uh, hopefully we get to do this again. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, next I'm year. looking we forward to it. Yep, sure. I got a feeling that we're going to be going out west. I don't know. Yeah, Travis, you're going to have to make a haul for next year. Make a haul? Yeah. yeah. That's I mentioned right. Audrey. We'll I said, what we could, if we could get everybody together, what might be a hot plan is to uh, get like a hotshot driver and just load He's all the cars. Florida, though. That's, yeah. But if you can get a hotshot driver in Florida, pick him up, come up here, grab ours. Going just out. flying like I did for race week. And just flying. <laughs> <laughs> David picked me up in Kansas City. He drove like, I don't know, whatever it is to get to Kansas City. I mean, money-wise, I don't <laughs> I don't know if it'd be a whole lot different. I mean, you're going to spend the money and fuel you can spend for, the, for the flight, you know. So, I don't know, it might be, might be something to consider if we go out that way. So, we'll see. But anyways, Trash, appreciate awesome. you joining in. Yeah, thank in. you. So, y'all have a safe yeah. trip. Pleasure to you, man. Hey, you too. You too. Yeah. All right, guys. Hi, everybody. Good to meet you. Good seeing you again. Good seeing you again, buddy. Take care. So, Logan, Chris, are y'all going to stay the rest of the day? Yeah. Right. I got to uh, look. I'll probably head out a little early, but I'll yeah. stay. Probably not till like six, but yeah. we'll hang probably out. Probably the next yeah. two sessions. Uh, so, what's the uh, what's the future plans on both your cars? Either one of you can go. Any more? Uh, so, for the silver car, that's goal is planning to retire it from wheel to wheel racing because I've been wheel to racing it for the past few months. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's it's a little nice to beat and bang, and I'm scared of it getting hit. It is minty, mm-hmm. uh, but plans to you know just have fun with it. Do just don't not compete with it necessarily, but just do track days, have oh, fun. Okay, okay. Uh, I've got some go fast parts sitting, you know, throw them on that you know aren't really legal for my current class. And mm-hmm. 
just have fun, turn fast laps, you know. Yeah. Give people rides and have you a good gonna, time. So are you going to stay loyal to, like, Jay, or are you just going to run whatever? NASA? Uh, I'll, run, I'll run whatever. Uh, you know, it's whatever fun event. I mean, I'll still probably, like, run some time trial stuff with the car, you know. Yeah. You know, might run some, uh, like, global time attack or stuff like that that okay. my car isn't really built for and I'll get destroyed in, but, you know. Yeah. Logan, tell me about grid life. I don't know anything about it. But I saw you did it at CMP. That looked like a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. The Cadillac is not the car for that. Really? But it was an absolute blast. That's cool. It looked like people, a good group of people. The people are awesome. The environment's awesome. Right. Uh, there's always something to watch. There's always something to see. There's always something to look at. Mm-hmm. And it's all the way up until midnight. Right. Every night. Yeah. Kind of like this uh, this crowd over here the other night, this yeah, drift like crowd. If they, if they would come hang out with us all night, that's more like what it is it was crazy they started like four o'clock in the afternoon it was we went to bed at like 10 and they were still oh, yeah. still burning them down over there like damn that's a long day yeah they went through a bunch of tires over there <laughs> you can imagine for some of those sure. making big power too for sure um any other changes to your car in the future i'm going to leave it alone really yeah it works you're not gonna take the headliner out no it's half a headliner oh. you didn't notice it? it's cut in the back oh i didn't notice that yeah it's just the front yeah. It's legal for grid life. I have to have it from, from the B pillar forward. Okay, I gotcha. Well, I rode with Logan today, and I could tell you what, um, he sent it a couple times. We almost had probably another PB um, uh, that was uh, PB lap. somebody in the car. With, was, yeah, with me in the yeah. car, and um, we got held up at 10A, I believe, a little bit. That was, but that was, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think we ran a, a 40.8. With you in it. Yep. And, and I'm 200 pounds, so. The predictive was uh, 38 before going into yep. 10A, getting hung up. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I appreciate you letting me yeah. ride along. So, uh, get a couple more laps other than the one, two sessions you got. Yeah, I only got like one and a half sessions before uh, my day or my weekend was done. We so. tried to help you fix it. I know. Man, you guys have... Uh, have plenty to do on your own and i don't want to lay oh, on this we asphalt we were done by probably what five thirty yeah. on your car if the parts were here it wouldn't have taken but 30 minutes yeah probably so but that's all right we're gonna press the first side at least and then i go for it yeah yeah we ran uh back and forth to part stores like three times yesterday and it's like man i don't want to go anymore <laughs> it just gets frustrating after you know after a little while it's like sometimes you just got to know when to just to throw yeah. into throw in the towel just call it a weekend and uh, and just hang out. I'm surprised with all the V's that nobody had any parts for anything laying around. Yeah. Everybody had to go get parts. That's because we, we had parts for everything that, wouldn't, that <laughs> exactly. didn't break. So yeah. you got to have spares. Yep. You get spares, then it won't break again. It's like I've got spare axles. Never broke an axle. Yeah. Hopefully you never do. Yeah. Um, the story is that these diffs and these uh, ones are... are you know, so fragile, but I, I think they're fine. They're fantastic for, for road racing. For road racing. They're great. The uh, 04 to 08 CTSVR World Challenge cars ran a factory rear end. Yeah. The only thing that that's seems to me now that I've, I'm getting a little bit of seat time is is the gearing of the whole car just a little, little wonky. I like it. He changed it. It depends. So it's got the M12 ratio, uh, T56, so it's the same as a C5Z06. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, with the factory tires, I've never tried to V one with the factory tire height. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so when you drop the tire size, like I think we all have now, we've yes. all dropped the aspect ratio. 
Uh, so we're running a 25 and a half inch tall tire that it puts it in some weird places. Yeah. Uh, for tracks like CMP, it's really well suited. Yeah. Uh, you're just in third and fourth the entire time. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, yeah. But there's a few corners here at Road Atlanta, like with the factory 373 rear, you, uh, you're running fourth gear up in turn one. You don't really have a lot of drive up, up the hill. Yeah. Uh, through turn five, turn six, you know, you got to downshift to third to get drive out of the corner. It's a little yeah. rough. So I recently, uh, I had a 391 rear end laying around from one of my other V1s. I've only had like four or five of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I threw it in because my clutch packs went out in the stock diff in the car at CMP when I was racing with NASA. Uh, so I threw that in and it's, it's been a big improvement here and at VIR. Right. So, I mean, that's the tracks I run more than anything. So right. that was positive setup. So it's closer to the, the golden gearbox is like the uh, MN6, the base model C5. Yeah with a 342 rear gear in that tire height. And so it kind of replicates that. Okay, okay. So we're rolling, you know, in my car, we're rolling in SD3 trim. We're rolling fourth gear all the way from turn 11 here, all the way back to turn seven. Yeah. So it never comes out of fourth gear through there. Yeah. That's nice. Concentrate more on driving. And I mean, we're the data shows it too. We're rolling way more speed through turn five and turn six, especially since mm -hmm. we don't have to worry about downshifting to third. Right. Especially since you know those are heavy. You know, you're turning while you're downshifting yeah. and braking. It's you got to you know a lot of times you overslow because you're focused on downshifting. Yeah. So I did it too. <laughs> I watched a video here at Road Atlanta with of you driving, and I saw you shifting just as you come under the bridge down the hill. Yep. I might have been low. I don't know. It was one of you uh, I was watching. I, I, that's what I do, yeah. And we were just doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Flat all the way under the bridge and then downshift where you normally would. Right. So I tried that, and um, it's, a little, it's a little unnerving. You know, See, you don't have the wing on your car this weekend. Yeah. I don't. So with the, the wing, wing with the wing on the car, it'll do it. Okay. So that was okay. the first thing I noticed when I came here in December of 21 with the wing. Wow. Look who it is. We've got another V1 driver. We got this special red seat just for you. <laughs> Come on in. We're recording a little podcast. Just talking V1 stuff. Yep. Pick up here, mic there, grab that mic right there. Hold it. So All tell right. us who you are. Tell us about your journey. I'm Doug Driver. I got a 2004 Cadillac CCSV right. uh, track car. Um bought it two years ago i was working on a project car of mine and this one just became a available lego kit i've been working on it for the past two years and uh this is the first weekend we've had it and it's actually been nothing but uh gas and uh checking tire pressure so that's been great man that's, that's a time. great weekend when you can do that for yeah. sure so, uh, so how'd you get into v1s doug uh so a buddy of mine um he started with one and was running at VIR and progressed up as an instructor. And I had a 99 Mustang GT at the time. I started building for the drag strip. And I rode with him one time at VIR, and I don't think I went back to the drag strip again. Uh, I was just <laughs> spending more money to get down the track faster and out of it. And this was just 20 minutes of just fun over and over again. And it was a lot more competitive, so that's what... That's what got me to it. He unfortunately passed away in 2013, and uh, that's how, how I ended up with that car. I bought it from his parents. So that was your first V1, correct? Yeah, that was my first one. Oh, okay. And uh, like I said, I, I did one track event with it and started looking into it, and then I found this, uh, this 2004 for sale. And like I said, it had, it had everything already there, and I couldn't have bought the pieces for what I paid for the car. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> 
you yeah. still have the other car, right? I do. It's sitting in the garage. It's uh, it's crying a little bit. I had to steal the battery out of it for this weekend. I promise it's not going to be a parts car. <laughs> oh, don't do it. That, that. That's the way it starts, though. <laughs> yeah, it starts. it's missing a windshield wiper and a battery right now. Yeah, I swear that's all You put that back when you get home. <laughs> yeah, do that first thing. Do it first thing when you get it's back. It's got a pile of parts sitting in the back of it, so um, we're getting there. It's going to do a cam rebuild and find out what's ticking in the motor. So yeah. Yeah, I'll pull it out and see what's going on. But this black car hasn't uh, hasn't let me give it any time or attention here lately so right doug is this your first time at road atlanta it is my first time at road atlanta so tell uh, i was just talking to travis about it so tell us about it what's what's your thoughts it's been a lot of fun i started out in the green group and uh then they pushed me up to the blue group second session i had a ride along and i did a second ride along and then they just sent me out on my own and uh, i thought i was doing pretty good till i rode with chris here and uh (laughs) Yeah, so I was running a minute 57 as my best lap time of the day. I rode with him, and my next session, I went out and I did a minute 50 and then a minute 49. So just seeing the similarity in the cars and where these brakes actually do work was uh, pretty crazy. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. How about your thoughts? I just asked, Travis, what's your thoughts when the very first time you come under the bridge before the hill? What would you think? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, between the groundhog and the split in the road, it's a, you never know what's going to be there. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. we just came from the uh, the Michelin Tower and we watched it. it. It would dart out to the middle and back. It finally just made it across, so it's on the inside now. Yeah. Uh, after lunch, I'm sure it'll be going the other direction when you realize there's a wall there too. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fun track. I th- this is definitely a seat time track. Though. You got to, you just got to put them into laps here. Yeah, yeah, because uh, pretty much every turn, you just got to start turning before you can see where you're going to go and yep. hope the road's still there. So, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's been there all day, so I'm hoping for the rest of it to be there. Yeah. <laughs> now, was the V1 the first car that you've tracked, or did you track anything before it? Or? it it's the first car I've had on a road course, yeah. Like I said, I had drag drift experience, and then uh, I had a job opportunity taking care of a private car collection, which got me to drive all kinds of cars, but not necessarily on track. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, very cool. So what's your uh, what's your future plans, Doug? You know you're you're getting into the track hobby. You got a caged race car now. What's your future plans for the car and you as a driver? If I could ever get close to a lap time that you have, we can rediscuss this. But right now, I got a lot to learn. <laughs> seat time, man. Seat time. Right now, it's just a lot of fun. After lunch, it's gonna be the first time I've ever got my dad to go in the car. So we got oh, that'll be awesome. To go. So let's see. see I still haven't got my dad on a race car. <laughs> Same. Doug, what tracks do you have closer? You got uh, uh, VIR, VIR is about an hour and a half from us, yeah. and then we've gone down to Charlotte uh, Motor Speedway and done the Roval down there as well. Yeah. So this is the furthest we've gone. You come to CMP? I think I was scheduled to do that. Corbin actually took my ticket that one time because I had some um, kind of issues coming up. I can't that's remember what right. it was. Yeah, that was uh, that was in November. Yeah, that's year because it was uh, me. It's Trotty and Gene was there too because we all yeah. we had four V ones there, which yeah. is pretty wild. Yeah, and yeah, then this weekend fun. we've had uh, eleven V ones here. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't narrow down what issue that was, but it was something. <laughs> it's yeah. always something. Yeah. yeah, it was a great showing here this weekend for sure. CMP, um, a little partial to it because it's forty five minutes from my house, but um, they, those guys, I think, it's, is the new owners there because they seem to be. Yeah. When I went there, uh, a lot of money on. Yeah, a, a few weeks. Did you see where they cleared all those trees out? Are they gonna yeah, build condos? The biggest or? thing. The bathrooms are so nice now. Yeah. Have, have, when's the last time you were at CMP, Trotty? Just uh, it wasn't too long ago. It was a uh, track night. Okay, so you you've seen the new bathrooms? Yeah. Oh, it's world of difference compared to yeah. old CMP. Yeah. I just wonder if they're gonna build condos or what they're gonna do when they cleared all that all those trees. I'm not sure. I thought it was supposed to be something like that. Yeah. But you know how rumors are. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
But and VIR up by you, man. I've only been there once. Love it. I love it. So you got a bucket list track, though? Honestly, I didn't think I'd get this far doing this at all ever. You know, growing up, you see kids, you know, see stuff like this with trailers and cars, and you're like, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But the fact that I actually have this together now, I've already surpassed any any kind of goal I thought I was gonna have. So it's like a barrier each time we do something new now. Yeah. That's very cool. So, Trotty, what's what's your next bucket list track? What's what's the one you're itching to kick, click off next? I want to go to Watkins Glen. That's mine. So I'm going. I'm saying I'm going to go there in October. Yeah, but that's such a long yeah. pool. You can go. What about you, Logan? What's your next bucket list track? My next bucket list track. What's what's the one you want to go to the most next? Uh, that you can actually. Road America, probably. Road America, yeah. Okay. Which yeah. is a potential location for the 2024 CTSV meet. Or slash V series slash track autocross enthusiast yeah, meet. Yeah. Potentially. We take autocross off that. Yeah, we know. Autocross is not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. Audrey's been dragging cones, so maybe keep keep that in there for her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where's she at? Wanted to holler at it. She made a long pull. Audrey and Edwin, they drove like 13 hours from Dallas to come here, so it was pretty cool. They won the uh, long haul award. I think they did. Yeah. We didn't bring a trophy for him. Nope. No. Well, you know, this is our first meetup, so we need we need to think about that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having little awards for uh, who goes out first. Uh, what, Gene. who first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gene. Uh, the that's the Peasant Award. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the Natural Habitat Award. Natural Habitat Award, that's what yeah, it is. It's all good. We're all mini flatbed. That's a, a, <laughs> yeah. a toy flatbed. That's what it is. Right. And it's the same flatbed. You have to carry it to the next event and pass it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we had 38 minutes. I think we're going to wrap up. Uh, I just want to thank all of you. Thanks for uh, having we've us, been, We've been Appreciate friends it. on uh, uh, Facebook and all the different groups that we've set up. So it's kind of cool to, to finally meet everybody in person. Uh, we all have a similar interest. And uh, we're going to carry this forward, do this again. All right, All right, guys. Y'all take care. Yep, good to see you, Charlie. See ya. Thank you for downloading and subscribing to the Midlife Motorhead Podcast. Make sure to check out our main website at midlifemotorheads.com and all our social outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.